the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Good morning. Good day. Adieu, adieu to you and you and you. Investing. Money. Sex. No, there's none of that on this show. But investing money, love, power. Lots of good things to talk about. Little acquisition here. Pretty good year there. Up 27%. We came within fractions of having an up week last week on the S&P. It would have been eight in a row. Like, seriously, eight in a row. We now start turning our heads to things like Santa Claus rally. Is it under the way? And or not? Santa Claus. The Dow's above 16,000. The SP 500's above 1,800. Oops. <laughs> Let's get into talking about Santa Claus, but we'll talk markets. The SP 500 up 5, the Dow up 31, the NASDAQ up 17, 10 year Treasury sits 2.84%. Uh, crude under 100, no big story there. Gold staying sideways. Ah. Uh, so let's talk about some of the other issues that we're seeing out there. Um, Apple wants to track shoppers. This was one of those stories that I still need to kind of put my head around this one. Um, we know that there's GPS. And phones, right? Global positioning satellites. But with iBeacon, which just got turned on, Apple aims to guide you around once you're inside a store. Whether it's to pick up an order, upgrade to a new phone, or shop for a pair of headphones. Apple began using this technology at its 254 U.S. stores to send you messages about products, events, and other information tailored to where you are inside the shop. It's pretty cool to look at. It's not the easiest thing to explain. Using the iBeacon feature, the app will notify you if the computer you ordered is ready to be picked up. Show a clerk your screen with the order number, and the clerk will get it for you. Walking by an iPhone table, you may get a message asking if you want to upgrade. Check your upgrade availability. See if you can get money for trading in your old phone. The company demonstrated the technology, the AP, this week. It's pretty impressive. Obviously, a lot of retailers are going to want this. The beacons can be adjusted to specific distances, so you can may get some notifications regardless of where you are inside. You know, I guess the imagination here says one day 
as a commuter, you might get information on subway delays as you stand on a platform. As a museum visitor, you might get details on the painting you're standing in front of. Which is kind of funny because one of the things I tend to do is when I go to museums, I, I look at the artwork and go, hmm, and then I read about the artwork. And sometimes I don't even look at the artwork a second time when I'm reading about it. Other retailers, of course, will want to be able to offer special deals or track, which aisle shoppers spend the most time on. They'll be able to change the way they lay out their stores. Now, Major League Baseball has got an app called At the Ballpark, which is going to be ready for next year's seasons for iPhones and iPads. They showed off this app at one point in time, and, you know, based on your location in the stadium, coupons at the souvenir shop, video that plays near landmarks. So you get a Willie Mays statue outside, and it'll show you, you know, Willie Mays actually playing. I don't know. Does that sound cool or not? Does that sound kind of getting to where we need it to or not? I don't know. I don't want to put the words in your mouth, but damn it, man, pick a side. Um... So a little bit of the Santa Claus rally, back to that ever so briefly. It's end of the year, and December tends to be a very friendly month. Now, we've already had a very friendly year on the markets. NASDAQ's up over 30%. The SP 500's up over 27%. Making me feel tiny and puny. Japan's Nikkei up 50%. Um, you know, the path to least resistance right now is up, and there's not a lot of negativity going on out there. Yes, we still have Kim Jong-il going a little crazy. The bond market, should yields rise too quickly, that would be a negative. A lot of projections on the transition to jobs, and the Friday jobs report was pretty solid. The Fed's going to start leaning away at some point in time from $85 billion a month of purchasing of debt down to 65%. Just as a couple years ago, we got all into a tizzy when we talked about China, and they're buying too much of our debt, they're buying too much of our debt. What happens when they stop? Now it's the Fed's buying too much of our debt, the Fed's buying too much of our debt. What happens when they stop? I think communication credibility is going to be a big issue here. I don't think the Fed Reserve wants to end stimulus until they can see definitively some of the proof in the economy. Um, I bring that up to you and out to you in large part because uh, a lot of people think it's going to happen in December. I think it's, it's if I were just to guess, I would think that it's going to be March. 800-516-1220. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, again, end of the year, we kind of get in this little bit of mentality of... Wall Streeters kind of like shut down on the, you know, about five, ten days from now. They're done. They've booked their games for the year, and they're going to walk away. What's that mean for you? Um, the average investor gets a little bit happy. They go, Ooh, I want that 27% return. I'm buying. If it happens next year, I want in. I know that's the average, right? That's the mentality of they don't even stop to think this may not be a good idea. Cisco is soaring in pre-market today. They agreed to acquire U.S. Foods for $8.2 billion. Cisco is already up 10 bucks on the news, which is up 20%. So what they've gained in market cap, 
by buying one of their competitors. Uh, just fewer food trucks on the road or, you know, more prices increased on the food trucks. Less competition. McDonald's reported a half percent increase in global comparable sales for November. I saw a report this weekend. I'm loving it. I saw a report this weekend that was pretty interesting. Um, talking about the millennials and how they may be able to kill brands like Coca-Cola and Polo Ralph Lauren. Because they just don't shop like uh, Generation X and Baby Boomers did. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Number one movie at the box office this weekend was Disney's Frozen. Uh, again, Lionsgate, The Hunger Games, it did okay. But it's starting to cool off a little bit. Frozen, about two estranged princesses in an icy world, moved up to the top spot. Yay. That's pretty impressive, because that's, you know, when you start off and you're in second or third, it's tough to get that first position back. Disney's been on a tear with their films, including the films of Pixar's. Some of their films, like Tangled and Wreck-It Ralph, have done very, very well in a very, very tough animation market. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up this Wednesday. It's my last public appearance, I think, unless you spot me at the mall or spot me at a ham store. Uh, could be doing the Fault Line Brewery Wednesday night, 3 to 5.30, 3 to 5.30 Wednesday night. Come on out, meet me, say hello, uh, bring an old phone. I'm collecting old phones for a fundraiser. Uh, bring a copy of your portfolio. More importantly, bring some information about you, like your email, your name, your age, your income, your assets, liabilities. Give me a good picture of you, and I'll give you some feedback on where you are. You're the Black, everybody. I'm my Black Talk to all things financial, money, investing, more. I'll take a break here. It's 800 1220 to get your calls there. For a little change, Grill Dow Industrials up 31. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Things are rolling along right now on Wall Street. One of the things that I'm always looking for is what can go wrong. And I heard Kim Jong-un from North Korea, a little teeny tiny dictator of a man, He's got less than one horse in him. Um, I heard that he got rid of one of his uncles because they didn't have the same dreams. Now, on one hand, you're like... um, On one hand, you're like, did this guy once threaten a nuclear war with Japan, with the United States? He says he's got a missile that could hit San Francisco. Yeah, I'm a little, little... worried that that is a flag that could happen. That is something that could upset the market. It's not yet, but it's always in the back of your head. No one wants to be sitting at Christmas and be vaporized in a nuclear explosion. And if you do, then, well, you're a little bit on the strange side. But the point being is that conversations like that freak people some out. SP500 is up 3, the Dow is up 15, the NASDAQ up 8. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, 
newfocusfinancial.com. Manages wealthy clients. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. What is a wealthy client, Chad? Um, wealthy clients, I mean, typically the, the average definition is people with over, you know, 350 to 500,000 in assets. You become concerned about upside and, and downside and overall planning in terms of tax efficient investing, what you're supposed to be doing for college, what you're supposed to be doing with your estate plan. You see a large amount of money that you've saved up, so you can say, okay, now I can finally start picking dates in the future to achieve, achieve certain goals such as retirement. Now, part of a financial plan or part of portfolio or bonds, stocks, bonds, real estate. We keep hearing those three assets, stocks, bonds, real estate. Um, bonds aren't sexy. Bonds are IOUs. What do we need to know about said bonds? Um, well, bonds, <laughs> it's tough because we're in a situation where you don't think interest rates can go any lower, and then central banks continue to print money and bonds continue to rise in value. But what, the thing that you need to know is as bonds go up, their interest rates go down or vice versa. So bonds is an area that you really have to pay attention to and be vigilant about right now. If we come into a situation of inflation or rising rates or the Fed decides to finally stop buying treasuries on a monthly basis, um, since what, about mid-2012 or early-2012, they've been buying $85 billion a month of, their own, of our own U.S. treasuries. Um, if, when that turns, it can turn really quickly, and you can realize that you can have some short-term pain in your bond funds. So looking at your overall exposure to bonds and saying, okay, I need – don't forget about foreign bonds. If you want to hedge against the falling dollar, we've talked about this before, you can earn interest in other currencies, and then if the dollar drops, you bring that money back into the U.S., which a bond fund pretty much does for you. Um, it can be a natural hedge, and you can get higher rates. And other countries have a much better balance sheet than the U.S., so don't forget about that. Um, I would really look and research your bond managers right now and make sure that you have a manager that is flexible, that has already looked at shortening duration, which is a bond sensitivity, the length of the bond, and that they're aware and very in tuned of what the Fed is doing. I'm not a fan of, like, an index bond fund right now because it's not smart enough. Okay. Um, a, a guy that I think has done a great job in the past is Gunlock from DoubleLine. Um, that's somebody you can kind of research and, and stay on top of his you know publications and white papers and things like that and, and see what he's paying attention to. He's been very smart as well as, you know, you've got Bill Gross, PIMCO. He's the most known bond manager out there and the largest bond fund in the world. Is that good to go with someone who's the most well-known, largest, or do you like to go with the smartest or the best return or the cheapest? What well, are you looking for in bonds? I, I, I'm steering clear of the super large funds right now just because of those are the funds that if there's a sudden snap in interest rates and they start moving higher, those are the funds that are most well-known, and those are the funds that have the most retail investors that tend to run for the doors at the wrong time, causing right. the bond fund manager to have to sell. So you want to go with a well-known manager, but not in the higher side of the bonds. Um, Do you have a preference between treasury bonds? Corporate bonds, high-quality corporate bonds, junk bonds, municipal bonds. Um, I think municipal bonds at this point are still fine in, in California if you stay, stay with the more intermediate term. If you're a high-income earner, I think they're fine. Um, and in terms of treasury bonds, I don't own anything real government-specific at this point in time. Um, any government exposure is more in the world of Ginnie Mae's mortgage-backed securities. So things can change. Um, but I'm not into the long-term treasury bonds at this point because interest rates are too low and people are not being compensated enough to hold those assets. 
What do you think about the concept of um, when we're younger, let's say under 45, is, or you come up with a number, I tend to prefer publicly traded real estate investment trust over bonds mm-hmm. because I get that. But then again, maybe I'm just doubling down on real estate because I like stocks, bonds, and real estate. And for me to say I don't really like bonds as much as like publicly traded REITs, you know, REITs give you 4 5 6% income. Well, are you, are you with, yeah. They're, I mean, they're so – everybody piled into REITs, so the, the yields are at all-time lows right now. But, you know, when we first started talking about REITs, and people have thanked us for showing them REITs, you know, because they've, they've done well over the last, you know, decade – um, as those companies have grown up to be bigger, well-known companies, they're now part of different indexes like the S&P 500. So, you know, before if you were to buy the S&P 500, there wasn't really REITs in it. Now there are, and so any any dividend asset fund or anything like that actually owns some REITs. So your exposure might be there, and you don't with REITs you don't even know it. You know what I mean? They've it's it's become a part of portfolios automatically now. Gotcha. That's you, don't, oops, you, you don't necessarily have to go buy an individual REIT fund to have exposure to REITs. Okay, I'm with you. Smart, as always, intelligent, wise, beyond his years. CFP Chad Burton. It's CFP Chad Burton with NewFocusFinancial.com. It's NewFocusFinancial.com is the easiest way to find the company. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't forget, you can come out this Wednesday. Um, Faultline Brewery. It's on the peninsula. You can learn more at RobBlack.com. It's RobBlack.com. Would love to talk money, investing, and more with you. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. And bring a phone to the fundraiser on Wednesday. I will be thrilled. An old phone that's broken, not used, in the drawer, not powering up, whatever. If you want to remove the SIM card, you can. Otherwise, I'll wipe the SIM card for you. Give everything to charity. Uh, the idea here is... It's a nice thing to do. It's recycling. Um, so bring out a phone. Come have a beer. The last one we did in Burlingame was a pretty big success. Uh, sat, had a couple beers, talked stocks, talked investing. If you want to bring a copy of your portfolio, you can. Uh, I learn a lot. For instance, there's a man who had probably, I'm going to go as far as to say, 60-plus stocks. And I ask, how do you figure these out? He goes, analyst recommendations. I'm like, how do you figure out which analyst to find? They didn't really have a good answer. Kind of freaked me out a little bit. Like, some people do some really dangerous stuff. 800-516-1220. Get your calls in there. It's 800-516-1220. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Heard something kind of cute from a friend of mine um, talking a little economy on Saturday. He said, basically, we're moving into an economy of, like, jobs and no jobs, of high-end jobs and low-end jobs. 
I think the average person is talking about the death of the middle class. I don't know if you should read into that. I tend to talk a lot about it, that it is a bit of a problem of what we're seeing, of the uh, stratification, if you were, of the extremely wealthy, the wealthy, and then almost everyone else. It's... I was being told about a party this weekend. But basically, everyone kind of had a $5 million-plus-dollar worth buy-in. It was in the Bay Area. It's in wine country. It wasn't a buy You didn't pay to go to the party, but you were worth something to be at the party. A lot of pot smoking, a lot of dice playing, uh, an owner of a restaurant, you know, cooking food, $5 million home. Uh, the networking that goes on is crazy off the hook. I think there's something to be said for this is something that that we're wary of. Just not because we want to punish capitalism, but because some people are figuring it out and some people aren't, and that's leaving people behind. So what do you do when you have people left behind? You don't just give them. That's not the answer. Because there's not enough to give. We need to create our way out of our mess. Candy Crush Saga. You've seen people playing it. No more lives. Time to next life. 30 minutes. They're delaying their IPO. This is interesting, right? Uh, We saw a company do this. That should have done this. Zynga. I hate Mark Pincus. I don't know why, but I do. And it, I know it's not rational, but it is. And when you start saying things like that out loud, it, it, it becomes a little weird. And what I mean by that is, uh, it's a company that should never come public, in my opinion. They had Farmville, which people are playing on Facebook. I, I don't know. I, I don't have a personal friend that has ever played Farmville. I don't think, and if I did, I defriended them, and I've lost them from friendship in my mind forever. They're dead to me. But I get, you know, Candy Crush. I get a little puzzle game, which is basically kind of like a glorified slots machine, if you think of it that way. Um, Should they come public? I don't know if they need to be publicly traded. Do they need the capital to really expand their business model? Does the public need to share in the the winnings and the profits of Candy Crush? The game has been downloaded over 500 million times. It's one of the most popular games on social networking. Um, Anytime I'm on a flight, I'm playing it. Anytime, you know, internet doesn't work and trying to fall asleep, I'm playing it, absolutely. So... They don't want to become Zynga. Zynga came public, and they hurt people. They hurt people really, really badly. And Mark Pincus did some jerk, jerky things, like gave employee stock options and took them away right before the IPO. He aggressively overpaid for draw this or draw something. Uh, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. He knows what it's like to live life well. He knows that very well, but he doesn't know what he's doing other than that. And that bothers me a little bit. And the stock was a $14 stock. He shouldn't be with the company. Anytime a company goes from 14 to 3, um, 
it tells you that he's not managing that transition well. Keep in mind, I'm the guy who used to call for Scott McNeely to get fired from Sun Microsystems. And I'd say on the air, I think he's a great startup. But he's too nice of a guy. He can't fire employees at Sun. Sun had way too many employees for way too long. I sat next to Scott McNeely at a hockey game once and just looked at me like, why? Do you? He didn't say anything. But he looked at me like, why, why, why do you keep telling people to have me fired? And that was uncomfortable. And I, I'm not proud. That's not something that I'm like, oh, it's the best thing I ever did in my life. I, I mocked somebody and, you know, I used my power to try to get them fired. What I was trying to do was to show you, be cautious out there. Um, in large part, be cautious out there. Be cautious out there. Um, in large part, this is your money. This is your life from age 20 to 60. And, like, I love Mercer Mayor. And as a CEO, I will start to question decisions when I think it's it's appropriate. Right now, I think, if you take a look at ex-Googlers, they're owning the world right now. Whether it's Sheryl Sandberg at, at Facebook, whether it's, uh, you know, some of the new startups that are happening on a regular basis. Snapchat just grabbed up an ex-Googler. But Russell Myers made a, a Yahoo acquisition, I think it was yesterday? That's what I saw the story. It might have been a little bit earlier than that. But this was a small one. But I'm finding it fascinating already. It's called Event Live. E-V-N-T Live. Anytime a company does an acquisition, I always try to figure out what's this mean for users and shareholders. Users of the product. You know, you can use Yahoo my whole life. I still have a Yahoo email account. I'm not proud of that. I know you're saying you're proud of your Scotch drinking, but not proud of your Yahoo ways. Yes. Yahoo Personals was the alternative to Match.com. What I refer to as the largest STD database in the nation. Yahoo! That's Match.com, by the way, not Yahoo. I want to get that very clear. Because Marissa Mayer still has a couple more days to invite me to her Christmas party. Intent, wink, wink, ninja, ninja, poke, poke, get what I mean, get what I mean. Um, but yeah, so she's got this uh, this service, Event Live, which they do concert streaming. And it's not that I think about it, I'm like, okay, I've got a really good friend. And she's 30, she's single. And, you know, she's looking for Mr. Right, but she's not looking too hard for Mr. Right. Um, and this company has live-streamed hundreds of performances from amazing artists and festivals, fans all over the world. I think I heard the Not-So-Live-105 so, not uh, Christmas, not Deck the Halls, I don't know, whatever their Christmas... Not so silent night. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I think they can do a stream of it if you miss the show kind of thing. I don't know if the stream's any good. I don't know. It's like, trust me, I've seen some internet streams of, of music. You're like, um, something's missing here. It's hollow. But I get the idea because I like the idea of instead of going out and spending a lot of money seeing these shows, which a lot of people just don't have, it's still a way for the, the promoter to get some advertising dollars get a little more stretch uh, for their dollars. If I can go see a hipster band without actually hanging out with other hipsters. And by hipsters, I mean you guys have beards inappropriately. And by beards, I mean facial hair, not the other definition of beards. So $2.3 million in funding. 
how long is it going to take Yahoo to implement that into the iPad or implement that into Kindle services where you can watch your favorite artists and Yahoo will get a piece of the action as far as ad revenues go. And who do we really want to see on the Internet? Sports music, right? Do you really care about fat kid doing Darth Vader moves? Okay, it's cute. I agree. But I think there has to be a, a watershed moment in 2014. Watershed? I don't know. Shed moment? And Marissa Myers barking up the right trees. I think the big moment of 2014 or 2015 that will change the Internet forever, change broadcast television forever, is when the NFL makes a deal with YouTube. And I don't know if they're ready to do it right now, Dish networks and that whole football package. If YouTube gets that, and suddenly you're streaming that package to your TV versus having a satellite. I mean, satellite's pretty much so dead. If you start to think about it, they are so limited at what they do. And the fact that you have a dongle, I know you're saying, did you just say a dirty word? No. The fact that you have a dongle on your TV so you can stream stuff, whether it's the Apple TV, whether it's the Roku box, whether it's the Google Chromecast, those three players, and I'll throw in Amazon and Netflix as well, are changing the world of media broadcast. And I think ABC, CBS, NBC are in a death spiral. Will they go completely gone? No. No. But what they've enjoyed for such a long period of time has now switched to uh, cable television. And the only thing they have to offer is live sports. And I think Google and YouTube are smart enough to say, you know what? We need to continually disrupt because our world is the world of tablets and phones. Their world is of television and couches. And we could steal from them. And we could promote our own business. Like Google, two Christmases ago, they gave every employee a 10% raise and some sort of like tablet. And just like that, they have 40,000 tablets sold. It's a little incestuous to buy tablets from yourself to give to employees who then go out and you say, hey, by the way, get this YouTube uh, football package. If you watched football this weekend in the snow games, you know how incredible the NFL is at marketing. That is a multi-billion dollar franchise. They would be foolish not to go after YouTube going forward. It's me, Rob Black. I'm Rob Black. Talk about things financial money, investing, and war. 800-516-1220. Wall Street. Visit Rob Black's YouTube channel for a fresh take on the market each weekday with Rob's more monetary support. It is not the result. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KBOW and iHeart Radio Station. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Some things are going to change in the next five years pretty aggressively. Millennials, Generation Y, whatever you want to call them, they want self-driving car features. Now, that's pretty interesting. They make up one-third of all drivers in the United States. They are the rising generation of car buyers that the industry craves. They've outranked those of their parents' generation when it comes to desire for autonomous driving technologies. 
Some people are like, I want a good old-fashioned stick shift. I like having the power of the, the transducer thing underneath me. And the point being is that it's... We old dinosaurs are old dinosaurs, and we hang on to things that are just silly. Whereas the millennials are embracing some tech changes for the better. I mean, the ramifications of where cars go in the next five years, probably five to ten years is the right way of having this conversation. Ramifications are huge for insurance companies. I can't imagine. Last year we had to deal with Sandy Hook. And I absolutely hate working on a news station and television. On one side, I love it because the people are so incredibly smart that you work with. And they keep you on your game. On the other side, I hate it because every day there's a kid that's shot. Every day there's a guy that gets upset that his woman left him, so he kills his kid and his wife. Every single day, it gets discouraging. And then you get like the, the build-up moments. Every two weeks, there's a mass shooting. Every two weeks in the United States, there's a mass shooting. So it gets a little discouraging. You know, that ties into... Uh, if you can get some less discouragement out there, Generation Y, they're embracing cars and new technology in cars. 82% want automatic braking systems that stops the car in case of emergency. 76% want automatic braking systems that prevent hitting an object. 72% are interested in collision warning systems. 71% want fully automatic parking. So, I think that's awesome. I want... The option of drive me home, I'm too drunk. Why? Not for me, but for you. My biggest fear is that my life gets ruined because of you. Have one too many at a Christmas party. Like, I don't even like driving anymore after 10 o'clock at night. There's just too many drunk drivers on the road. Kirstie Alley's parents died in a... Uh, mother died in a car crash and her father shortly thereafter. She once was saying, you know, um, why didn't she go after the driver? Why didn't she sue? She said, because I'd driven drunk, and I, there's not one person that I don't know that had driven drunk. So she's got a bigger heart than me, because you kill me or a family member, and I'm either going to haunt you or I'm coming after you. If the legal system doesn't get you, I will. Because it, it makes no sense. Death to a child makes no sense. I work in the news, and it makes no sense. So I love seeing the millennials embracing this. Insurance companies, it is a matter of time before they tell you, you know what, we'll give you a 10% discount or we're going to have a 10% penalty if you don't let us put GPS in your car. Or you can go find another insurance company. I'll take it. Let them see that I drive the speed limit. Let them see that I maintain my, my lane. Let them see that I deserve the brake. So I'm all good with that. So if I get less money going into something like insurance, that's one of the things we hate in society. We hate insurance. We pay for something we don't want to have to actually use. I've got homeowner's insurance. You know, the reality is you use it when someone breaks in your house and steals stuff. The reality is you use it when a branch falls in your yard, smashes a car. And then you're all mad at your spouse. You're like, I told you that tree needed to be looked at. And she's all mad at you. She's like, I told you that tree needed to be looked at. I didn't stop you. Got an email from Sean. Um... I come to you with a head bowed, willing to admit that we got screwed out once but twice. This comes from Sean. So, quick summary. My wife and I each purchased a variable universal life through Ameriprise. We were not happy with the product or the planner. We met a new advisor that caught us at a vulnerable time and convinced us to break the policy. 
and move to a universal life policy. Without doing, going into the details, the second advisor stopped returning our calls after 30 days after we signed the policy. We discovered that a lot of misrepresentations happened after that 30 days. Um, it's amazing. I sit here every week and I say a couple of things. Universal life, bad. Whole life, bad. Variable universal life, bad. Uh, equity indexed annuities, bad. Variable annuities, bad. And then this guy has the gall to come to me and says he did it not once but twice, and now he wants help figuring it out. Dude, just fire up the Darwinian wood chipper and jump in. You're not good at what you're not good at money. You're not good at listening. I go as far as to say I don't know one financial advisor who uses equity index annuities for themselves, or universal life for themselves, or variable universal life for themselves, or whole life insurance for themselves. All we do is buy term life. And yet, Sean... I so badly want to date someone like... um, Marry someone like Julie Andrews. I know someone like Julie Andrews, who she sings to birds outside. I'm cooking a pie in the kitchen. Do-do. Do-do. Variable wood chipper. Variable, variable, variable. Uh, Darwinian wood chipper, Sean. You know, the truth is... What you're going to have to learn is, if you want to get an attorney, that's fine. Good luck with that. I don't know a lot of people who hire attorneys to sue on their behalf that it turns out well for in a product that you were supposed to read the fine print. Because that's where they they save themselves, the fine print. If you can prove misrepresentations, then you go to SEC or FINRA and you can go after this guy. And this guy has a long list of FINRA violations. And yeah, you may be onto something. But my guess is he's not stupid enough to misrepresent in writing. Then it's going to be his word versus your word, arbitration. Good luck with that. You're listening to Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220. Big rally on Friday with the jobs report. Today, gains in energy, consumer staples, and financial sectors. This is Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblack.com. Don't forget, Wednesday night, big event, uh, phone fundraiser at the Fault Line Brewery, Wednesday from 3 to 5.30 with me. Transworld Business Advisors of Palo Alto. The economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you. At 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. Welcome in. Good day. I do. I do to you and you and you. Money investing and much, much more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I Some stories I just stay away from because I just don't care. Um, I only have so much care in my heart, and then I just don't care. Stories like Barnes & Noble. I don't know. Bookstores. If I want retail that's oversized, I certainly think I could find some other retail names that I like more. Maybe it would be a Tiffany. Maybe it would be a Macy's. Maybe it would be a... It's got to be something, right? It's, it's not Barnes & Noble. What do you sell? Books? 
Aren't those, those things that people used to put in their hands? Sometimes they'd throw. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. One of the stories I saw today that I found interesting, and maybe it's interesting to you, maybe it's not. And I'll do some quick market numbers so as to defang the, I need more market numbers crowd. I gotta have more market numbers. SP 500's up 4, Dow's up 13, NASDAQ's up 12. Uh, oil's not a story. 10-year treasury's not a story. Gold's not a story. But back to me. And there's a report out that the NSA, security agencies, British and American, they've been spying on gamers across the world. There's um, virtual universes, World of Warcraft, um, how much data was gathered, how much was compromised. But this is another report from Edward Snowden that those of you playing World of Warcraft and Second Life, fictitious worlds, the government's watching you and they're even potentially, potentially like relating with you to see if you're a terrorist or an informant. Why? And it, it it didn't dawn on me. It didn't dawn on me. It didn't dawn on me. And then it dawned on me. Virtual currencies and ways of of transferring money that are illegal. I opened an account recently with TD Ameritrade, and, and they called me and they're like, "Are you Rob Black?" I'm like, "Yes." And like, "Are you Robert blah 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 Black?" I'm like, "Yes." Are you Robert? Blah, blah, blah. Black who lives on blah, blah, blah. Yes. And it's all this Patriot Act stuff. Um, I, don't, I don't blame a president for, you know, what's spied on and what's not. I blame him when he says that he doesn't know about it. Because that's impossible. When a president gets a security brief and it says data was obtained by, his job is to say, who? Why is this blacked out? Okay. White House down, one of the worst movies ever. If you are on a plane, if you're flying to see your mama, and White House down comes on, just say no. Fight it. Don't look at it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. It's 800-516-1220. Need more phone calls. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Poke, poke. It's an interesting stat today. Um, Quiznos is failing very fast and furious. You may remember Quiznos as a competitor to Subway, but there's been a couple potbelly, a couple other firms that have popped up and trying to take that fast convenience service restaurant angle. Quiznos, I thought they were going to last, right? Didn't you? Apparently not so much. Um, this brings up the argument of recently, and McDonald's is getting really sucked into a storm right now. And that storm being a lot of things. It's almost a perfect storm. McDonald's is down from its high of 103. So it's not really all that far down. When you take a look at you know, the last couple of years on the stock, in the last week it's ranged from 86 to 103. Paid a 3.3% dividend yield. But that's really not that great of performance compared to the market this year. Right? So what am I trying to get at? What I'm trying to get at is McDonald's is starting to get some storms that 
could upset them. First and foremost, the whole livable wage thing, and I just brought up a Quiznos in a subway. Does every fast food do livable wages, or is it just McDonald's? Because all fast food I know of are typically franchisees. So we would have to basically break the franchisees' agreements and tell people, you know, look, you put up a million dollars and you're kind of screwed. We're going to go to a corporate angle and then we're going to make McDonald's a, a, a higher minimum wage or a quote-unquote livable wage. You can't do that to franchisees. You can do that to corporations, there's no doubt. But you can't do it to franchisees because you look at McDonald's making billions of dollars. It's not the franchisee that made billions of dollars. It's the company. And the company doesn't have anyone who lowers fries into greasy pits of jacuzzi of good greasiness. So stocks rising this year. Having a very, very good year. We end the year looking at 2014. One of the things that I'm hearing happens sooner rather than later would be a two-year compromise on the budget. 800-516-1220. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Facebook versus Twitter. Twitter's young user base has continued to grow. Facebook's market shares declined a bit this year. 79% of millennials, that's people who are 18 to 29 years old, are on Facebook as of November. Down from 83% in April. Twitter users, on the other hand, increased two percentage points in the same period. The change in number of users of Google Plus not outlined in a new recent survey. So these are the big social networks. A lot of social media presence. Uh, Taking control of your digital footprint, obviously pretty important. Trying to prevent identity theft. Do we need Facebook? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. FHA. The FHA. They've announced plans to reduce its stake in the market, an indication it sees some signs of strength in real estate. This could be potentially bad news for you. They're going to cap the areas of big mortgages that they're willing to secure from $729,000 down to $625,000. Now, not all counties are affected equally, and some counties are affected more. It's worthy of note. But they're going to maintain current limits in areas where home prices are lower. This is going to allow them to refocus on the less wealthy home buyers, which, if you're in the Bay Area and you have a million-dollar home, you may or may not be wealthy. Right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. It is the end of the year, and we are expecting a December rally, in large part because professionals tend to go away. Individuals tend to get a little bit greedy. Greed and fear in a year of enormous gains. Unless we start getting some bad news announced, Friday we did not with jobs report. I think we melt higher. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I think we've taken some gains from next year into this year. That doesn't mean a thing, though. Just an opinion. Take a break here. I got an event coming up Wednesday at Faultline Brewery on the peninsula. You can find out more at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. It's from 3 to 5.30. It's a phone raiser. If you want to bring out an old or used or broken cell phone, we'll talk more when we come off break. 
1220 KDOW traffic. Stocks rise as investors focus on tapered timing. Good day to you. 800 Go to phone call Alex Fremont. Alex. Yes. Go ahead. I, uh, I was wondering about uh, the Twitter stock. Uh, it had some good run-up uh, for the last week or so. Where do you think it's going to end up? And, do you own it? Uh, or buy or sell? Do you own it? What do you think? Do you own it? Um, I think short-term, Twitter's way overvalued. I think long-term, Twitter's got a nice future. You want to buy it on dips a lot like you did with Facebook. If you bought Twitter after it dipped after its IPO, you've done very well. If you bought it while it's it's frothy and moving higher, you have a lot of downside. Apple has recently acquired a social media company called Topsy to try to analyze Twitter data. Twitter's not going away. I think it's easily a $50 stock in a good scenario. I think it's tough after that. Um, again, you want pullbacks. I think they've got way too many employees at this point in time, but they're ramping, and that's okay. Wall Street rewards revenue ramps. Twitter's going to remain an expensive stock for a long period of time as growth continues to lead the industry. It's an exceptional growth opportunity. Uh, but you want the post-IPO fade. I could come up with 100 stocks that I want more right now that have a similar upside with a lot less downside. This is gambling. It's momentum. It's speculative. You haven't let the insiders sell their shares yet. Up to you. Clearly an interesting name. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the name. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I think the next five years will be better to Facebook than to Twitter. Um, Take a look at the market numbers. Let's see what we've got here. SP 500 is up 5, the Dow's up 22, the NASDAQ up 12. Joining me now, certified financial planner Chad Burton. He is with New Focus Financial. You can find them online at newfocusfinancial.com. One of the areas that I find to be intriguing, again, there's a lot of components that go into retirement. There's mortgages and, and investing, and there's insurance, and there's budgeting. It, mortgages. Uh, 30-year versus 15-year, paying it off early, don't pay it off early. Let's talk about one of the greatest arguments that I've had in financial radio is I don't ever prepay a mortgage until I'm wealthy. What's your thoughts on that statement? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Your house is going to go up and down in value regardless of how much you put into it. And especially if you're buying in areas like the Bay Area where there could be an earthquake at any time, that type of level of risk, I want the bank in on it with me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because the worst thing that could happen to you is you could end up, uh, you know, walking away from that deal with really bad credit for a while. <laughs> so. And that's better than. Or a tax bill. If you know, right now, if uh, if you walk away, short sell a home on your primary mortgage, it's, it's not going to be taxable in the past. It has been. So. Something that people don't acknowledge is they, they look at a mortgage and the first four letters are mort. You know, it's it's death. It's not a positive word. And I think it's it's a fantastic word because. Where record rates were in, in low mortgage rates, that's heaven. Mm-hmm. You get a tax deduct some of your income off the interest. That's amazing. That's a huge benefit of a mortgage. Um, you get it right off the interest against your taxable income. That's that's nice. Again, maybe that'll last forever. Maybe it won't last forever. But a mortgage is a cheap cost of money, Chad. Yeah. It doesn't readjust for inflation. And a lot of what you talk about is crap that readjusts for inflation. Like $100,000 in cost will be 200000 because it's readjusted for inflation. Your mortgage, your payment, 3000 a month, 4000 a month. 
it's the same. It doesn't readjust for inflation. And if it did, it, it would be a horrible product, but it doesn't. Well, and let's talk about the 15-year for a minute because 2011 was kind of a year where I first started saying, hey, you know, you should probably look at a 15-year mortgage to right. some people. Absolutely run the numbers. Because you can you can sit there and you can take your 30-year, which might have, you know, 15 or 20 years left, refinance to a 15-year, possibly pay it off sooner. But, again, that's that's because it's already going to be paid off in a shorter period of time or you're used to that payment. Um, I consistently find in states like Oregon and California where I have clients – the people that go into retirement with a mortgage, which can still be a deduction on your state income tax return, okay. um, and the people that have long-term care insurance, which also can create tax deductions for you, they end up paying less in state income taxes. So as long as your mortgage is over 150000 180000 but if your mortgage is under that, you're not really getting much of a bang for your buck anymore because right. the, the mortgage interest deduction is so small, it's almost the same thing as if you just do what's called a standard deduction and you're not writing off your interest. So... You know, if, if people right now your mortgage is only around two hundred thousand dollars, by all means get it paid off by the time you retire because it's not really going to be a tax deduction for you anyways. It's a pretty powerful tool. There's a investor named Mullenkamp. Do you remember Mullenkamp? Yeah. yeah. He wrote an article about mortgages back in the seventies, and, and the theory that he threw out there was uh, it's not your home that goes up or down in value; it's the value of the mortgage that goes up or down in value. And it's a concept that most people just don't get, but. I, I think it's genius, and it, it changes the way people approach real estate in my mind once you once you grasp that concept. Yeah, it's not the. I mean, it's the affordability of the, the affordability mortgage of the that mortgage. determines the price of the home, and so the affordability of the mortgage is run by two issues: interest rates and wage inflation. So it's not, you know, it, it, well, location can come into play a little bit too. But if interest rates are super high, even the location doesn't matter. So I'm not big on the whole uh, mortgage burning book at the end of the 30 years, like. Uh, my parents, they wanted to burn their mortgage book, you know, the, the coupons, the payments they sent in. They'd have a mortgage-burning party. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most powerful tool on the planet. It, it even allows me to sell my real estate without selling it by taking out another mortgage against it. So I think it's it's unbelievably flexible, and it should be a word that inspires awe, not fear. Right, and there's a certain way to look at financial planning, and some people look at it, I want to maximize every dollar, and that's my number one goal. There's other people that look at it and say, this is, what I want money to do for me is to simplify my life and my family's life. So some people could say, I want my mortgage paid off because that's what makes me feel comfortable in retirement. It might not be the best use of each dollar, but it makes them feel comfortable. And there's a lot to be said for being as comfortable as possible and having as few payments in retirement. Some people, that's their main goal. And, and so don't be ashamed if your goal is to pay off your house. But um, just realize that it might not be the most maximum use of each dollar. Absolutely. And again, if you're poor, pay off your mortgage because you have a mortgage on a trailer and it's 18%. And if you're super wealthy, pay it off because it's an inconvenience to send in a mortgage payment. And everyone else should, should, should let it go. Just pay it on time is the, is the trick and the important thing. You're listening to me, Rob Black, with CFP Chad Burton. You can find Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. Big week for Apple. They're going to... Um be selling at China Mobile. So it's taking pre-orders for Apple's iPhone for the first time this Thursday. China Mobile's got 700 million subscribers. It's about to launch a new 4G network that will support the 5S. Four out of every five smartphones sold in China run Google's Android operating system. China Mobile will give Apple millions of potential new customers. I don't know if that's a big story because we've been talking about it for weeks. Buy on the rumors, sell the news. Is that the phrase that pays? 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. 
You can find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. With this Wednesday, the final Black Wednesday of the year. More information at robblack.com. Seven for your inspiration. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Twelve twenty to get your calls in the air. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about? We can talk about money investing and more. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Where should we go with this segment? Cisco's buying U.S. Foods for three and a half billion dollars. They've, you know, agreed to a deal that's increased their shareholder value by already more than what the deal's worth. They're basically buying a competitor. Um, U.S. Foods and Cisco, you've seen their trucks on the road. This isn't Cisco Systems. This is something a little bit different. They're food service companies, and their trucks move millions of pounds of frozen food and kitchen supplies around the country. They expect to grow their annual revenue by about 46%. Yahoo's buying live concert streaming platform, Event Live. I find that interesting because Yahoo's bought Katie Couric. They've bought David Pogue. Um, they're trying to get things that we do with our our pad and phone that will replace things that we used to do with our TV and couch. I get it. Marissa Mayor, please don't make me beg to come to your Christmas party this year. <laughs> please. Rob at Commerce if you want to send off an invite last second. Um, Apple rolls out iBeacon. It's... An in-store technology that kind of uses Bluetooth as you walk by things. Maybe it'll say to your phone, hey, go get a computer. Hey, I see that you bought a Mac last year. Why don't you buy a new shiny Mac this year? Hey, your computer that you ordered is ready at the front desk. Come on in and pick it on up. So it can tell you things while you're in stores. Now, that's cute. You know, you're like, yeah, you're an Apple enthusiast whore. Probably that's fair to say on some levels. But commuters on subways might find out that their train's late or that there's been an accident and you should go another direction. Um, museums, you'll be able to get information about what you're looking at on your phone. You go to the ballpark with your kid and you're sitting in the bleachers. The eye beacon could say things like, Hey, do you want to know where a souvenir shop is close to you? Do you want us to make a souvenir for you and bring it to you? Here at AT&T Park, and there's a statue out front of Roberto Negro, the greatest player ever in the Mexican leagues to ever make the Giants squad. You're like, who's Roberto Negro? And you can see video footage of Roberto Negro when he was a young man playing t-ball, playing first base. Carol Lynch, the catcher. Yes, he was on the integrated squad. Integrated. Yeah, males and females. It was a coach pitch league where one coach one year struck out 27 of his own players pitching to him. Or if you want to see video of Willie Mays, 
your phone instantly goes beep, 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 beep. Hey, take a look at that thing. I like it. I like it a lot. So iBeacon, other stores are going to like it too. We'll see if it gets a, a rollout. Apple's really always had a fight with their, their users, and not really the competition. I think if they ever do go toe-to-toe with their competition, they're going to kill them. I own shares of Apple. Please, please note that. Um, McDonald's is, is all McWrong right now. And that's not going to hurt the stock much, but over the long term, I am concerned because there's some thoughts that uh, there's some thoughts that Generation Y absolutely won't. I asked my producer, who's paid an incredibly small salary, um, who makes an incredibly poor, small amount of money, who's under the age of 35, who's putting off life decisions until he hits the lottery at work. I what's this lottery at work? I don't know either. But I said, when was the last time you were in McDonald's? He said, 10 years ago. I'm like, 10 years ago? Like, I'll be on a road trip, and I'll go, you know what? There's nothing in King City. I, 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 I don't want to live in King City. But it's that road trip that there's not a lot of gas in front of or behind, so you stop. Right? And there's always police. There's always police in King City. Which, if some developer figures this out, make some nice restaurants in King City place for your dog to pee and we will come because we don't want McDonald's but when we have a choice McDonald's KFC or I don't even know it's not even Subway it's it's something it looks awful we go you know what I think I'm gonna chance this one and go to McDonald's so McDonald's has got like this wave of anti- McDonald's going on. It comes down to that their lattes are cute, but not enough. Their smoothies are cute, but not enough. Their salads are cute, and their wraps are nice, and their egg white omelets are good, but not enough. We still feel that you're not fresh enough for us. We still, and again, we, not being me, because trust me, I'll sneak a vanilla shake on occasion, even though I know it's not made of milk or ice cream. I don't know what the hell it is. For all I know, it could be like pureed styrofoam with a little vanilla abstract. But that's what it comes down to. And then there's also the other thing. Remember the whole 80s and 90s, the supersize me? Where you were just getting this ridiculous amount of food to stuff your face with. And you're like, oh, I need new jeans. I should invest in diesel. No, no, you should invest in McDonald's because you're not figured out where it's coming from. But I asked him, I said, when was the last time you were in a McDonald's? He said, 10 years. I'm like, dude, you don't make a lot of money. And here's a company that could actually sell you French fries for less than it costs you to make French fries yourself. They can actually sell you food for less than it costs for you to make it yourself. And he's like, it's not food. It's Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Now, again, keep in mind, Frankenstein wasn't a monster. Frankenstein was a scientist. He made a monster. So... He's not calling McDonald's food a scientist. He kind of got that one wrong. Disney's frozen, uh, packed him in at the theaters this weekend. You know what stunned me about doing research on this one? $150 million to make that movie. To make a cartoon. Do you want to know why parts of the world hate us? Because for $150 million, you could probably end hunger for five years in their countries. And we want to make another sweet Disney movie. Disney's on a roll. Did you see that they announced that they got Indiana Jones franchise? I know. I know. You're saying that's not the best franchise to get, but they also have Star Wars. 
They also have the Iron Man's. Back to the Star Wars. I am kind of excited to see what happens to that franchise. It's in really good hands. The guy who redid the Star Trek franchise is redoing the Star Wars franchise. That's my good friend, Wookie. This Christmas, tune in. I'm going to do the Wob and the Wookie show. And the Wookie's going to give financial advice. Let's do an example real quick. Hey, Chewy. Chewy, what do you think about shares of Twitter? Chewy, that was a great answer. I agree with you 100%. Let's ask... Let's ask one more question. Apple? Is it all that in a bucket of chicken, Chewy? <laughs> Thanks, Chewy. It's the Robin Chewy Show. Or the Robin Wookie Show. I know you're saying, Chewy, sounds like you're getting the Spanish radio. No, 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 no. So I've got a bartender friend slash person that I know. His name is the uh, Mexican Jesus, Jesus. I said, I have kind of a problem calling you Jesus, because it just feels weird to call someone Jesus. Um, then again, there's lords. That's got to be kind of weird, too. And it, he said, oh, no, 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 my, my nickname's Chewy. Call me Chewy. I'm like, how do you go from Jesus or Jesus to Chewy? Oh, is that how it goes? Thanks, Chewy. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. There's talk that there's going to be a uh, Chewbacca and I don't even a Wookie movie, and how the Wookies kind of overthrew the Darth Vader people, the stormtroopers. That they were on a prison planet. I don't know if I could take a whole ninety minutes to two hours of of Wookies. I'd like to try though. And if, like, how shall we say, I just have surgery, there's some extra pain medication laying around, and I were to watch the Wookiee movie with a little lingering effect, I bet it'd be pretty good. I bet it'd be pretty scary. Oh, a statue of Lenin was toppled. I don't care. Winter Olympics in Sochi coming up. Eh, okay. We got another call? Let's go to Larry on the East Bay. Larry, Larry. Can you hear me? How are you? I can hear you, Larry. Yeah. Hi, I was wondering, uh, on Twitter, um, I see it's going up, but the thing is, like, say, what the earnings are, what they're, they've been making. I was just wondering, what was your opinion? Uh, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but, I mean, anywhere from, like, three to six months from now, uh, after a couple sets of earnings, would you think that it would be higher than it is here or, or lower? Um, I'm intrigued by Twitter. I just took a call on it 15 minutes ago. I don't own IPOs for their first year, except for very few rare examples where the stock gets beaten up. Um, so I bought Facebook on a dip. Um, when Facebook came out at, at 38, 40, 42, I was not interested. But when Facebook drops to 18, 20, 22, 24, much more interested. I don't chase performance. Um, it comes down to that's my standard. If you want to hear what I talked about, said about Twitter, most analysts say somewhere between 40 and 50 is a decent value. No one's really calling for much higher price targets at this point in time. Thanks for the call. 
Does that mean it, you can't buy it? No. If you buy it, I think you commit to buying it each year for five years, or each quarter for five years. You can find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com, and it's a very risky name. Robblack.com. Are trading higher, building on Friday's gain. At least in the- You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. I do my best for you. And sometimes I realize that's not good enough. Um, I've had two calls about Twitter in a row. I don't buy... I don't buy IPOs in the first year. With some exceptions. I mean, everything has to have exceptions, right? I hope so. And I mean that in a funny way of, we all knew Facebook was coming public. We all knew what they have to offer. We all know the statistics are alarming. We know that they have a problem with teenagers that's not yet going to hit fruition. We know that they had no mobile and they hit mobile hard. So we kind of knew it. There's some things that we could play with there, right? Um. So it's a different company at 50 than it is at 20, than it is at 40 and at 30. We've had two people ask me about my opinion on Twitter. I've said it from day one. I think they are fascinating. I think they have too many engineers, which is great because they could actually fire engineers. I don't think you want to look at the valuation and say, wow, look at that valuation. Because that's not the story that they're trying to market. When I need breaking news, I go to Twitter. It's a really, really, really odd concept. But whether it's Nelson Mandela, who is not related to Howie Mandel, for those of you wondering, um, Kim Kardashian tweeted about Nelson Mandela. And I honestly uh, would give $10,000 if she could answer three questions on Nelson Mandela. There's no chance. So anyway, back to Twitter. Oh, back to Twitter. You don't tell him to behave, Austin. I've got a Wookiee as a sidekick, so back off, big guy. That's right. That's right. Never leave home without your Wookiee. So back to Twitter. Valuation very high. Um... Terrorist captured, terrorist shot, terrorist killed. Um, you hear some sort of breaking news about a train in San Francisco. I'm, I go there first for my breaking news. Well, I don't know why. Well, actually, I do. It's it's great aggregator. Um, and I just I throw that out there. So, do you have to buy a company? Like, I find it interesting, don't you, that two people called within 15 minutes of each other? People want to buy it at an all-time high. They don't want to buy it at an all-time low. When it dipped to 38, 40, 42, before it started moving back higher, no one wanted it. So, 
Oh. So Google, Apple, Facebook. All fighting right now. Facebook's news feed, the way it tweaks its algorithm to deliver higher quality content, raising some questions about source or type of content. It's mostly oriented around the sources. They refine their approaches. They're going to start distinguishing more and more between different types of content. There's a rumor that Facebook's getting ready to launch a sympathize button. You have like, now you have sympathize. Don't we have real emotions anymore? Or is that just a no, 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 no? Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Stocks are rising today, pretty much so across the board. Um, we have an end-of-the-year Santa Claus holiday rally going. The SP 500 is up 4, the NASDAQ up 19, the NASDAQ up 8. Santa Claus rally meaning volume kind of leaves, amateur hours begin. There's not a lot of economic data between now and the end of the year that could come out that wrecks the approach to investing. Monetary stimulus is here. Maybe if we saw some sort of incredible numbers. Keep in mind, part of our, our, our pickup in the economy in the last year has been on credit. People buying houses and people buying cars. So we're not out of the woods yet. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Uh, retailers are aggressively, aggressively trying to lure you in. I know you're going to say, this is a dumb thought. Rob likes dumb thought of the day. Ready? Do malls pay, pay for Santa Claus to come sit in the malls? Or does Santa Claus pay to come sit in the malls? Really dreadful. Okay, okay. I know that first thought is that it's the, the malls that pay. But when you start thinking about it and you start seeing the business that these guys have, of course the malls want you to come in and shop. But when you start seeing that everyone wants their picture with Santa, I get my picture taken with Santa. I love Santa. I've got pictures of me with Santa for years and years and years on record. And they ain't cheap. So, I don't know. You get where I'm going at with that, right? The worst new app of the year is Couchsurfing.com. And basically, if you have a couch, let's say in Istanbul, Turkey, and a woman wants to travel alone or a man wants to travel alone, you could post your couch, hey, come crash on my couch. It's turning out to be a, um, a kind of a deviant sex allure, like a good-looking man will say, hey, my couch is available for a single woman. You could even bring her a cute little dog if you want. And uh, couch surfing. There's so many crazy things going on in the internet. Where's our moral fiber? Do we even need moral fiber anymore? Do we have moral fiber? Oh, lower energy is going to help manufacturing. 2014 is looking good. Don't forget, I got one last event of the year coming up at the Fault Line Brewery. It's on the peninsula. You can learn more about it. It's a happy hour with Rob Black from 3 to 5.30 this Wednesday. Fault Line Brewery. Learn more at robblack.com. The Rob Black Show, and you won't miss a clip. That's YouTube channel Rob Black Show and Twitter handle Rob Black Show. My Heart Radio Station. 
Katie Lovely, Palo Alto, the Bay Area's business leader. A division of Salem Communications on the NASDAQ at SALM. I'm Chris Mauer, CNBC Business Radio. Stocks are up, but only slightly. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.